Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick her. We need that correction. Talk mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy. Yo. And we back, and we back, and we back. What it is, what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session, the podcast. Today is April the 6th, and the culture pushers are here, even in a quarantine. We still delivering when it's a drought. Uh-huh. Mail, man. Yes, sir. Me? Yes, sir. I hope everybody's out there safe, being man. safe. Washing your hands. Washing your hands. Don't forget your ass and feet. Yes, indeedy. Um, make sure you t- subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend where you got this fire from. Uh, today, we're going to go ahead and get into the rookie running backs. Yes, sir. Huh? Draft day is around the corner. How y'all feel about how y'all feel about the rookies going forward now with the, all this quarantine business going on, like with the mini camps and the rookie camps and as far as stuff like that? Yeah, I think it's going to definitely um, affect a lot of them, man, especially like the receivers. You know, I just feel like uh, they need receivers and tight ends and quarterbacks. They need those um, mini mini camps and the OTAs and all that. So, you know, they need as much practice as they need. So, but none of that going on because I don't think it is. Like, the draft is freaking going to be on Skype. So, motherfuckers <laughs> ain't going to be able to, like, ain't going to be able to work out like they usually would. So, uh, I definitely think it's going to, like, take a toll on some of them that, you know, and a lot of people's not really talking about it. What y'all think? We're going to have virtual training. Virtual training, bro. What the hell is a virtual training, bro? We about to find Learning out. Learning from bro. the iPad. Like, the running backs, the running backs, <laughs> I think, could be straight. But, like, you know, the receivers, I feel like that's one of the – the receivers and tight end, that's one of the uh, hardest transitions from college to the NFL. So, especially for somebody like Brian Edwards, too, who's already hurt. He's already missing a lot of the offseason right. stuff. So, and then definitely something to keep in mind, man. Close. Yeah, definitely the trainings, training, all that is going to be closed and all that. But, you know, the wide receivers and quarterback, they can get together and run a couple of routes and whatever. But just the so game speed. Stay six feet apart. Getting up to speed with all that. <laughs> Facts. But they got to catch the football anyway. Definitely going to be wild, man. <laughs> no, we're going to be <laughs> sanitizing the ball and shit. <laughs> like, hold up, bro. I can't catch this. Yeah, I got to right. sanitize it first. You putting the hand sanitizer <laughs> <laughs> They got the gloves on, though. Chill out, bro. Catch with the gloves. Cross contamination, though. Oh, nah, just playing. Everybody's going to be – all the quarterbacks going to be Teddy Bridgewater with a glove now. Teddy two gloves. And Vic. Didn't Vic wear the glove? Right. He wore, Teddy he two, wore two, though. Yes. I think Teddy wore two gloves. <laughs> Why? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he wore one on his throwing hand. I don't know, bro. Let's get into the news since the last time we – Oh, whoa, whoa. The what? Hold on, wait. It's time to get into the news, guys. And we're here, reporting live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Drops are now live, fellas. Drops are so now live. So get ready. Live. We here. We official. That's like, that makes us official, right? If you have I drops, feel, then. That's it. Bill. I feel like so, we're here. I feel I like think we deserve a round of applause. All right, let's get into some of the rookie free agents. What you had said? What? What'd you say before that? Did I cut you off with the applause? My fault. <laughs> let's get into some of the rookie <laughs> running back, uh, not running backs, but the uh, free agents is the last time we potted. I don't know if we reported uh, Robbie Anderson going to the Panthers. I think we, he might have been on the last episode. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if we talked about him. I don't think we did, but. Um, I, think we, I think we did. We did. I kind of don't agree with that shit if we didn't. If he didn't talk about it, I'm just said that I don't I don't like that one. I don't like that move. I was expecting more. Uh, I don't Teddy know what's Bridgewater going on. Had one of the maybe, lowest, maybe. the lowest uh, a dots last year, average depth of target, and we know Robbie Anderson's a mostly a deep threat. So and they and they already have Curtis Samuel. So I don't really understand the signing, but maybe we'll it's the uh, the new head coach bringing in his offense, so he getting his weapons he need for his offense. But I don't know. Yeah, that that's true too. That's true too. It's going around there. Well, getting Teddy Bridgewater wasn't the weapon he needed. Exactly. But he went there <laughs> after Teddy Bridgewater signed. I want to say. Yeah, he did. He didn't have a lot of options though. He wasn't. Nobody was fucking with him. <laughs> like for real? Yep. 
Randall Cobb out here getting all this money, bro. I can't get nothing. He could have waited it out. I mean, he got 20 million though for two years. That's, yeah, 10 million that's year not bad. Year. I'll take it. Emmanuel Sanders is going to the Saints. The Packers signed him. Mm. Hold on, how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I mean, this is good for fantasy. I mean, as a Falcons fan, uh, it's not good for us, but for fantasy, I don't think it fantasy really wise, yeah, I'm still be in. like a wide receiver three type. He's Ted Ginn, but better. Way better. I feel like he's better than Ted Ginn Jr. Right, so he's gonna get some more looks and get open more. So, yeah, wide receiver three, a couple of wide receiver two weeks. You think yeah. he eats into Michael Thomas's targets? Not nah, really. bro. I mean, nah. Michael Thomas still gonna get his man. I just think this helps Breeze out, um, and then it also like just helps the team as a whole. But I'm not really looking for main centers more than a late round pick. Still with him going there. Mm. The Packers signed Devin Funches. Okay. Mm. Meh. I guess he's better than MVS. We gonna find Is out. He? <laughs> really? I mean, we saw what MVS was last year. We haven't really seen. Uh, we've seen Devontae uh, Devin Funches, but he got hurt last year. You know, he was kind of a sleeper last year. So we're going with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's a slight upgrade. Slight gonna give him. He's gonna give him a chance to. You know, he's he gonna give him a chance to win like contested catches and shit like that. Something like Jimmy Graham was supposed to do. Exactly. Meh. Brashad Pyramid signed to the Jets for a one-year contract, Uh, I guess. What is going Mm. on up there? What is going on? That's not bad. Is is Quincy a new wall still there? I mean, he's much cheaper. Yeah, he's still there. He's still on the spot. They're hoping he play next year, even without it, the neck injuries. And then this just just smell like they drafting a, a wide receiver with. You know, yeah, I've been maybe. seeing uh CD Lamb or Jerry Judy, one of those receivers going there. Mm. Would that would that bump y'all? Would that bump you know, bump them down y'all board a little bit? Down or up? Bump who? That'd be a yeah. nice pair with, with Sam Darnold. Yeah, you still got B hole there. Uh, the CD went, I guess, so Darnold can just you know throw it up. CD more of a bigger receiver, I guess. Uh, hmm. Let's know. see. What else we got? We got Demi Anadola going back to the Lions. Uh, that's about uh, on the free agents. Uh, Eric Ebron signed to the Steelers. That's nice. That's nice. I like that move. Interesting. With, uh, Big Ben coming back. Um, still doesn't have. They don't have a defined, legit threat outside of Juju. So he could. It's possible they step. So you know he still has Deontay Johnson and James Washington to compete with, but. Big Ben likes his tight end, so I like did, that one. Did we talk about Todd Gurley for the Falcons? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think turn up on the folk. TG three in the A. I'll take it. TG three in the A for a year. Yeah, I'll take that shit, bro. Right on a one year for one year, year, like on redraft. I w- I'm definitely targeting him. Probably like in the second round. Probably have to go go get Todd Gurley. Yeah, redraft. If I'm anything, targeting he a gonna score some deal. touchdowns. He gonna score some. He's going to score some touchdowns, if anything. So, uh, I like it. That's going to keep him in top 15, scoring touchdowns. So, yeah. Big packs. Uh, let me see. What else we got? Um, Tua is back 100%. Mm. Turn up. What? He's going to be like a what, top What you say about this hip, Gabe? Do you believe it's 100%? Because uh-huh. he said it was 100%. Nobody else. I mean, he did. They, I mean, it was a short workout. He got but, inspected. When he was moving, he didn't look hurt to me in that drill that, that that just came out. He also wasn't getting and, hit by nobody. And he got. I'm talking about him being healthy, bro. Like, and he got inspected. <laughs> right. Can't nobody get hit right now. He got inspected by the doctors, and he let the teams ask, uh, send the questions to the doctor so they can look at all that stuff, and the doctor answered those questions for the teams. So let's go to they reports that saying he's sliding down people uh draft boards though. I've seen that Who's draft, like in real life? Board. Yeah, in real life. I still see him like in all the mocks I've been looking at, he's still going top five. Right. He he ain't going past the Chargers, bro. 
He can't. So Somebody would probably either trade up or something. But he, yeah. Chargers of Miami. We'll see. That might be all the Chargers waiting on right there. If the see if Tua dropped the five, if Tua don't drop the five, then they might go after Cam or Winston after that. Mm. Jared Stenham, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, they say he's on the track to be the Patriots starting quarterback. They tanking to get uh your boy Sunshine <laughs> from Clemson. I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I don't. The writing is in the pudding. The, the, I, I think Patriots. What? <laughs> what did he say? What is that one? <laughs> I never heard that one, bro. <laughs> I think the um, I think I think Patriots fans have the to just eat this year. Patriots fans have to eat this year. I mean, y'all won all the Super Bowls. They're be still going to be competing though, like and so seven teams. Can we not talk about the Patriots? Teams that go Can into we the not playoffs talk about now. the Patriots? I know, but just think. Remember last when they didn't have Tom Brady? Who was it? Y'all remember? Matt Castle. And they missed it, right? They missed the playoffs. They they went eleven and five and missed the playoffs. Now they have seven teams that's going to the playoffs, bro. So they're not gonna be that outside team looking in, bro. Even with the Jared Siddham at quarterback, I think Belichick is that dude, bro. I like it. I don't, I mean, I don't like it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying he's gonna be a good fantasy quarterback. I'm just talking about the team as a whole. We'll see, man. Good little quarterback three, maybe in Superflex. Amen. I'll take the quarterback, the Jim, starting quarterback for the Patriots any day. You know who? You see what he got you last year. Okay. You said Brissett? No, I'm saying I'm saying I feel what, like uh, he's gonna be putting up Brissett numbers. Oh. I feel like he'll put, That's what I said as a yeah. QB three. Okay, I'll take him as a QB three. Super flexibly. He can be my third quarterback. Facts. Uh let's see. I think that's all the news I got. Y'all got anything else? Uh, nah. the Rams. Oh, the Rams are talking about using one running back. Y'all believe it? I thought he said more than one running back. I thought, I thought right. <laughs> yeah. I thought so they talking about splitting the carries. So I, I mean, you oh, already saw that. I read it wrong. Yeah, like, Rams want to use more than anybody one. Anybody think? Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> Malcolm Brown's still there. Daryl Henderson, and they're probably gonna draft the running back too. So I think they draft one too. And Daryl Henderson is has been going pretty early in startups. I've done two startups the last like two or three weeks after the news came out that he was, you know, that girl he's gone. And um he's been going around like the eighth round, seventh, eighth round, I want to say. That's, yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna he's five. I mean, he was one of my favorite rookie backs last year. But when he went to Tampa or to the Rams, bro, that was just a horrible landing spot. Do you think he's going to have a breakout year next year? If he's the starter out there, but if they want to use a committee, then no. Yeah. I'm not drafting him in the second round. I like whoever getting the touchdowns. Not in the startup. Not in Dynasty. Maybe in Redraft I would take a chance, but not in Dynasty. Yeah. All right. That's all you got? Yeah, I think that's it. Without further ado, then I think we can go ahead and get into these rookie running backs. Uh, let's get ready. Running back time. Let's get it. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> First running back on the board is Jonathan Taylor coming in 5'10, 226 pounds. Of course, he put up the godly 4.3 time at the uh, combine. <laughs> What'd I say? I said 4.3 times. 4.3940, bro. I didn't say five. I said time. A 4.3 and a 4.9. You wouldn't even let me try to get it out. You was ready to press Is that not the right thing to do? Anyway, man, go ahead. Let's get it started. How y'all feel about Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor. Consensus one-on-one. I've seen a lot of places. Yeah, especially after the combine. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, a 4.39 speed, that's the 98th percentile. Um, he also has great tape, too. Um, even before the combine, like, he was probably my favorite running back or who I thought was the best running back. Mm-hmm. Then after the combine, I just kind of solidified it. Um, so he had back to the stats a little bit. Um, he was 99th percentile speed score, 71 um, percentile burst score. 
Um, had 320 carries last year, 2,003 yards, and 26 total touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the knocks that you kind of hear from him um, is he's not used too much in the passing game, uh, but they did try to give him a ball last year. Um, he had 36 targets, um, 26 receptions, 252 yards, and he had 29 targets combined the previous two years. So they did try to kind of, you know, get him more involved in the um, passing game. Um, so def- definitely think that's that's good for his NFL stock because if he can be used as a receiver too, then that's that stud. That was like his only knock pretty much. I I, I like um, oh. I think his I like uh, Jonathan Taylor. I think his offensive line created a, a lot of massive holes for him uh, with Wisconsin having one of the better offensive lines in the um, the nation. I think wherever he goes, uh, he, he he's going to need a, a good offensive line too. Um, yeah, he's very, he's very fast though, and I like um he makes very decisive cuts. Like when he cuts, he is just boom and go. You know what exactly. I mean? Um, I, I I like his quick feet, and he keeps his feet moving even through contact, even when he's um like he runs big for his size, uh, with two twenty six. So I do like. There's not a lot of bad things I can say about Taylor. Besides, um, I just think I would have liked to see him. I, it was a lot of running backs in this uh, class that did not more than him but they did about the same with the with the worst with the is worse the right word or well, a lesser offensive line so yeah. so I, I that's that's my only knock against Jonathan Taylor really going for but even like that is that is a great point he definitely had a great line um but you know one thing I do like to mention is the analytics and shit and he did have almost four yards after contact per attempt so that's pretty much independent of your O-line. It's when you get hit, like how many yards are you getting after contact pretty much. Um, I mean, that could be like a DB tackling you. It don't matter. You better like, get four more yards. Yeah, what is the first time he, 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 he had 320 it, carries? It matter, if it's a, it, it matter if it's a linebacker or a D-lineman tackling you. It's everybody. It's, it's a, a running back, bro. They, they take all the tackles. I'm just you know, saying, they don't just, he bursting through the hole – I watched a lot of his missed tackles was on the second level, and that's and that's mainly DBs or linebackers, you know, the smaller guys. But it definitely wasn't I mean, just on the second level. Don't think I didn't he, like. He, he said he, most. He said most. Oh, most of them. Thank you. You say all. And I don't think I, I don't think I don't like behind some of the other players. Uh, it's just like I feel like I'm out of the top backs. He is more like scheme dependent more than the other backs. So once he gets to a team, I might feel more hype about him. But, you know, for now, because if you get an offensive line that he got to dance a little bit and burst through to go through, I'm kind of worried. It was more like, you know, I get the ball, see the lane, and he burst right through. That's the only thing I'm worried about if he got to shuffle. He doesn't, he doesn't dance or nothing. He might, he might struggle between right, the tackles. I mean, he might struggle. With that old line? It's not going to be you a no don't dancing dance with him, though. When you're behind the best O-line. You don't yeah, dance when I you play behind the best O-line. It's going to be a hole there. Gonna, I don't think he's going to start he dancing, did. though, if he, like, has a, you know, less than average when, line. When, when I say dance, it's like when you – because certain plays, you get, like, two holes to go through or, you know, two or three holes mm. to go through if it's closed. And most but even then, like, even because, like, he Or he jumped out, cut outside. Yeah. He does have a great, great line, but watching his film, it, like when he does, when the line does break down and he does have to make a decision, he makes the decision more times than not. So that is, I mean, you, you could say that he has a great line that helps him out, but that dude is an elite athlete. He's an elite sprinter. This dude is super fast. He m- makes people miss. I think he has it all, but he has great contact balance. The only thing, and then another right, thing you so you mentioned, just, you mentioned one, and then it's another one too that he's like once he does have to stop, like it's hard for him to get back up to his top speed. But I mean, it's just like little things, like Gabe says, it's not too much negatives you can say about him. All right, so where you taking him? Which back? Like at one off the board? He the third back one. to go? One? I'm, okay, I'm one. I'm, he's my one on one. No, he's not my one on one yet. Huh? Who's who's yeah. your one on one? Once. I like DeAndre I mean, Swift if I just out of, out, of, out of running back. That's not, yeah, I can't argue with that. Because he got the, I, I felt like he got, you know, that just potential to take it to the house. So, home run play. Fantasy, that's gold. It just to take it to the house. Yeah. Knows for the end zone. 
There, uh, speaking of DeAndre Swift, mm-hmm. I started talking about him 5'8, 212 pounds, running a 448 at the combine. Um, some of the things that I saw, let me pull up my DeAndre Swift stats. Sorry about that. Um, he's a very patient runner, something like uh, Le'Veon Bell, kind of when he runs behind the line. Uh, Georgia has a pretty good offensive line, mm. too, though, but he's, he's kind of like Le'Veon Bell, not saying that that's who that's. Like he is Le'Veon Bell, but when you see him run, he runs patient. Like he waits on the hole to open. He doesn't like attack, um, make not sound judgments when he's going. Um, as a runner, 31% of Swift's 441 rushing attempts have gone for first downs or touchdowns. So he has a nose for the red zone. Um, he's rushed for 6.5 yards per carry over the course of his career at Georgia. Um, I've seen a lot of burst and acceleration when he run. He has probably one of the best dead legs I've ever seen. Um, Jared Judy's dead leg, Jared Judy dead leg up there too. But his DeAndre Swift dead leg is crazy, Um, especially if you go back to that South Carolina game. Like he like literally put somebody in the spin a Rooney, (laughs) just off of one move, and um, that just um, goes to to speak on his explosion. And he's pretty much a wide receiver in the backfield. Drop. <clears throat> three out of his 76 career catchable passes. Um, that's a, amazing pretty much. So um, that's also why I got him above Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you mentioned it. They tried to get him more passing um, yards, but you can clearly see DeAndre Swift is pretty much a, a wide receiver. He's like Christian McCaffrey when it comes to catching the ball out the backfield. He gets right, a little too that. fancy. He gets a little too fancy sometimes when he runs his routes, but that's whatever. Um, the only knock I really got on um, him is uh, – he doesn't break as many tackles as I would like to see him break. That was when I was looking in the stats. He doesn't like he makes you miss, but like as far as like breaking th- tackles through contact. But this is me nitpicking. What y'all see? Yeah, that's that's one of, and it's more like on a second level. Like I seen like it seems like he can make, like when I don't know like when it gets crowded or something. Like he his his processing I don't think is as good as uh, Jonathan Taylor. Just at times. Just at times. But like you said, with these top three packs, man, it's just your nitpicking. Um, so, but like you said, you pretty much hit on everything I was about to say. His receiving ability is elite. Um, and then he's already played in the NFL style um, run scheme. Mm-hmm. So that's going to translate well for him. So, I mean, I think when it comes to him and Taylor, he I feel like DeAndre Siff has a higher floor. But like y'all said, Taylor does have a higher ceiling because he could just break from anywhere on the field. I feel like DeAndre Swift would get caught more than uh, Jonathan Taylor would. Caught more is like, a, it's like yeah, I don't know about. He got I ran mean, down by some by some uh, safeties on. He's still running. Like, he's still out here running a four four eight. Like he's not. Slow. But I'm just talking about getting caught from. You ain't never seen Jonathan Taylor get caught when he took when he's got in the overfield, bro. Jonathan it has Taylor been a couple times. Come on, now. SEC. Give me that, everybody. Jonathan Taylor also doesn't play in the SEC. Okay, it's cool, Thank but he, he plays he still plays good competition though. Where he went to Ohio State? <laughs> no, now Ohio State, now Ohio State. Where'd he go? <laughs> hey, go like you know, he played Ohio State. He went <laughs> to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. No. He went yeah, to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. He played Wisconsin. Ohio State. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he played, he uh, played against played Ohio great State. He ain't really he, his breakout game went against Ohio State. He ain't do what uh uh what my boy uh Vaughn did against no who was it who did? Never mind, we're gonna go to that later. Who had a breakout game on Ohio yeah, we'll State? Get to Vaughn later. Oh, McFarland on the team. Um, but J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, five ten, two hundred and seventeen pounds. He didn't run at the um at the combine, but um his Ohio State career. Uh, speak for itself, 301 carries, 2,003 yards, 22 total touchdowns, 31 targets, 23 uh, receptions, 247 yards. Uh, How do you feel about uh, J.K. Dobbins, Carlos, or Javar, whoever? Well, I'm I'm in in love with him. Once Swift goes off the board, I'm really targeting Dobbins. He he don't really have, like, the elite speed, breakaway speed, but he just, like – he just keep running and pounding and pounding, get a little four yard, then a little sixteen yard, then then a little forty yard. But when he runs the ball, it's his vision. He's shifting through the holes. He has like a little quick burst once he sees a little vision through the holes. I've seen some games where he drops some passing, and what, and he's great at pass blocking. 
So I just feel like he's a three-down back. And even at the game at Clemson, he was productive. Friggin' wise ass. You know, play through some. <laughs> play through some mad vert. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's tough, this especially at the top, because I would even put uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire up with that elite tier. So really, it's like four, man. But definitely like J.K. Dobbins too. Um, he's just like Swift. He's he's elite as a receiver. Those are probably well, it's Swift, Dobbins, and Hilaire is probably the three best receivers. But uh, J.K. Dobbins had 20-plus catches each season. Um, he's a great route runner, and he's, he lined up outside of the backfield on 10% of his routes. Um, he's a decisive runner, sees the hole, hits it, great, and he has great balance, and that allows him to cut. Like, when you watch his tape, like, he makes, like, real subtle and sudden, like, cuts and shit. Um, and uh, he's super agile in space. When I look at um, J.K. Dobbins, I, I look at uh, a running back who's the epitome of he doesn't do, like, one thing very well. Like, he's not, like, super fast. He's not, like, super aggressive when he runs or, like, super cutty or, you know what I'm saying, super elusive. But he puts it all together, and he just looks like a good running back when you turn the film on. And that, yeah, he, he he's he, – I don't know why he didn't run at the combine. Y'all remember? I think he just said he I can't to. tell you. He just didn't want to. Because I wouldn't know what he would have ran in a 40. Mm-hmm. He did have the oh. uh, most carries in a nation of 15-plus uh, yards with 31. So, I mean, and his breakaway percentage is uh, 47.6, which that's uh, top 30, almost top 30 in the nation. So, I mean, his I feel like he would have crushed a 40 at least, but I don't know why he didn't run. He probably would have been up there with like 4-5, four, 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 high 4-4s, four, yeah. low 4-5, something like that. Anything else about him? Uh, uh, nope. I think that's all I got. All right, Cam. So, a- I mean, so hold on, wait, wait, wait. So we got we talked about Taylor, Swift, and Dobbins. Mm-hmm. How y'all got them so far? Swift, Dobbins, Swift. Taylor. Swift, Dobbins. I got Taylor. Swift, Dobbins, somebody, then Taylor. Somebody did Taylor. Oh, you don't want to say who you who was gonna be? <laughs> yeah. Try to keep it a secret. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I would go Taylor, Dobbin, Swift. Is he just because he's fast? Because he's yeah, he's fast. He does everything. He's does everything well. He just doesn't get. He's done the profile as a receiver like the other guys, but he's definitely the best pure runner in his class. And I think oh, if he goes well, to a team that's running, define per you got to define per. He runner. does everything well. He's fast. See he's a hole, hit a hole. Yeah, he's he's fast. He's strong. He has great vision. You see him run. He he looks like the most natural running back out there, bro. I see him run. I see him see a wide ass open hole and hit it. When I Do see Dobbins run, I Do see it. him like just break down oh. a play, and then hit a hole or other. Running backs that kind of break down the line a second and hit the hole. Right well, let's not forget that. Uh, let's not he forget that Ohio State. Runner. I put it let's like not that. forget that Ohio State had a great um, O line too. So if you're gonna call it one way, you gotta call it the other way too. Because one of uh, all I'm saying, I feel like he's, he's a, a downhill runner. Scheme. Yeah. Okay. Uh, facts. Not a bad thing. That's that's one downfall on Dobbins. But yeah, I just so saying, I, mean, I just feel like he's a downhill runner. I just like. I just like that Dobbins got the feet work. The other best got a little better feet work than Jonathan him. Jonathan Taylor has feet and work too. Bro. Feet I don't work. know what you're watching when you, if you say he doesn't have like good, great footwork, bro. I didn't say compared to Dobbins, C E H, my boy. <laughs> and that, Swift, bro. their yes. feet work. I talked about the top three that we just talked about. Like I really want to put Clyde Edwards Hilaire in my top. Too, bro. To be honest, because but anyway, we'll get to him. Right. That that's my that's my third person yeah. when I said somebody, and Dan Taylor. All right, who next, Gabe? Uh, next we got Cam Akers, five ten, two hundred and seventeen pounds from Florida State. He had a great combine, ran a four four seven. Um, I was high on on Cam Akers, and then I went back and looked at it. I I I like somebody else 
well, I, we keep on keeping secrets, but um, <laughs> I like don't talk about it. Might as well yeah, Cam uh, Akers was in my top five, but he, he since um I watched a little bit more film, I slid him into the top six. Now he's now the running back number six. I like Keyshawn Vaughn a little. Bit. <gasps> I like really? Keyshawn Vaughn a little bit more than I like Cam Akers right now. Um, what did I say about Cam Akers? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a break. Games, too, uh, one, of the, one of the big things boy. that one of the big things that popped out to me uh, out of thirty six games, he had ten fumbles. That's one of the higher fumble rates uh, among the rookie running backs in college. Uh, his hands are great though, and that's one of the things I look at. He's great at catching out of the backfield. Um, another knock that I've seen from him is when he runs the ball, it's not really a knock, but he literally tries to run through people. And um, uh, as his predecessors, Dalvin Cook and Devonta Freeman, they both pretty much have the similar set style running backs and he, they get hurt. And that's not like for longevity in dynasty and rookie running backs. I, I'm looking for somebody who I know is going to be on the field. And Devonta Freeman and Dalvin Cook have shown us that with that running style, that you're going to get hurt. You're not going to be on the field, and you can't do me no good uh, on the bench. Yeah, um, I agree with you there. 123 elusive rating. That's pretty amazing. Um, uh, another knock that I've seen, uh, he can be a little impatient um, when he uh, with, with the whole openings. He's not really patient. Uh, but that could do a lot with Florida State having a real horrible offensive lineman. But I mean, I, 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 he could have been a lot more patient when I see him run on on the film. Uh, let's see. I mean, he's definitely a raw prospect. Because uh, my fault was you. Go ahead. Oh, uh, another just another one of the things that stood out to me when I was going up. He he also allowed one of the higher higher rates of total pressures uh, in pass blocking. So that was another knock that I seen that knocked him out of the top five for me. But what was you saying? Yeah, and I was just saying that like he definitely is a raw prospect because I don't know if you mentioned he um he transitioned from quarterback, right? Was he a quarterback? Yes. So so he's still kind of learning the position. And so mm-hmm. when you like take that into effect, um, and then combine it with the horrible offensive line, and then to what he actually did with that, like I think it was that was pretty impressive like he definitely does have stuff he needs to work on like you said he does bounce you know bounce a little too much on runs he uh, takes bad angles on runs at times um but like I said I think I think those a lot of those things can be corrected with a uh, good running backs coach and just actually just still playing the position it's all about repetition you know mm-hmm. um but like you say I mean like yeah. you were saying it's a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of red flags with him but it's also a lot of green flags with him too so He's a he's an athlete, bro. He's definitely athletic. So and all, I, I, and all, I think we're just trying to say it was just hard to you know break him down, even with the all horrible offensive line. Going back to the offensive scheme, watching the film and seeing what they was doing, he was at quarterback a couple of times. But you know that's the only thing with all the red flags. It's more so the scheme and his whole offensive team he had with them. But that's not the reason I'm knocking him down, and that's hurting him because he couldn't really put up good film because of that. Other than that, if he was on a better team, we might be talking exactly. About Cam Akers different. Yeah, I feel like if he was in like one of these other guys' shoes that we just talked about, like uh, Jonathan Taylor shoes or DeAndre Swift shoes, like he probably would have been top three. The way he crushed that combine, bro, like right. that dude's an athlete, man. So it's definitely gonna be interesting to see where he goes, man. It's definitely gonna be interesting. Is he still in your top five? Oh, uh, I don't know, man. We'll give you a top I five at the end. At the end of the episode, at the end of the episode, fifth spot is five. so tough, right. bro. It's like three players I want to put there, but all right. By the yeah. end of the episode, have your top five. Right. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the next running back on the list. 5'7, 207 out of LSU, the champions. Ran a 4'6, 40 time. Uh huh. What you got on him? Clyde Edwards Hilaire is uh, one of those guys I learned about at the. Um, like you heard about the Swifts, you heard about the Taylors, you heard about the Diamonds, but I don't know why Clyde Edwards Hilaire wasn't talked about until like the end of the year. Cause this dude, when you look at his tape, man, this dude is a beast, man. Like, runs so smooth. He always makes somebody miss. He's probably the best uh, receiving back out of this class. 
Uh, um, he didn't crush the combine, but just with a running back that has such a high IQ like him and who's so shifty and agile, like I don't think that having a lack of that long speed is really going to affect him, man. Um, yeah, man, I think I want to really want to put him up to um, my top two, bro. Because every time I watch his tape, like I fall more and more in love with him, bro. Pause. But but between him and Dobbins, they're interchanges to but to me between yeah. him and Dobbins. But I, you, I'm out here at the University of Alabama, and I was at the game when Alabama played LSU. And like the first quarter, he hit like a spin move, and then by the end of the game, when it was down there like the ten yard line. They did like a DB blitz or something, something like that. He saw him coming, baited him, hit another spin move and scored. I was like, he won the top backs in the nation. And here we are yeah, now. This spin move and, is so uh, pretty, bro. Like, said, like I've never seen, like, just the way he puts his moves together, bro. Like, it's like he sees the whole field better than everybody, bro. Like, his, like, awareness, I guess you would call it. That's what that attribute would be on Madden. <laughs> is there awareness? <laughs> Like, bro, that shit is just, like, he knows what moves, like, two or three moves he's about to make before the defenders even start coming I out. got that written down on my on my, on my my um, notes, too. He No wasted movements. Like, when he's yes, running, man. there's no wasted movement. Everything he's is leading so to the next bro. move. And it's so fluid, too. He sets up linebackers, like, with jabbing in and then going outside. Like, it's just so, like, it's just – he has every move in his arsenal, it seems like, bro. Plus, he can catch the fucking ball like crazy, bro. Like, he literally yeah. be out here running receiver routes, bro. He's not the he number one. He catches it away from his body. I think Edward Solaire is the, the, the number one, bro. Nah. Me personally, bro. So, you're going to take him the first back? The way he back catches the ball, the bro. No, nah, I'm not saying. Well, you're going to take him the first back? If he goes to Kansas City, yes, I will. <laughs> he will be my number one running back if he goes to Kansas City, bro. Me personally, I mean, go if any bet go to Kansas City, <laughs> if any bet go to Kansas City, AJ Dillon. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. According to game. Oh shit! Yeah, but all of us, all of us are in love with Clyde Edwards, and yeah. it's it's just hard to find some uh, cons on him, and that's the only bad thing about well, him. Well, I mean, this is speed. Like you know, he's not as fast as not as fast as the rest yeah. of them. If he had like elite speed, it would be a wrap. Like he would definitely be the number one running back in this class. If he would have ran a four five instead of that four six, he, I think they would have he, he would have been looked at a lot more. I, yeah, I've been watching a lot of fucking rookie running back tape, man, and he, him, and Jonathan Taylor is is the two best tapes I think I've seen. Him, him, and J.K. Dobbins is the two best tape I don't see. J.K. Dobbins has some great tape too. Definitely, J.K. Dobbins has some pretty great tape. Uh, who right, else? Uh, are we up? Is it my running back that's got a good take coming up? No, we uh, yeah. on. <coughs> we on Zach Moss from Utah. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, <laughs> Jordan crying face. Five ten, two hundred twenty-two pounds. Ran a four six five, but we expected him to have a bad uh, com- not bad com- no, I, didn't, I, I wasn't. Know. I wasn't expecting. I was. I, yeah. I, I mean, you can look on the on the film and see that he's not that fast. Like his he when he long runs, speed, he run his long speed is not his uh, yeah that, that's what I mean he has long he has short legs so he, or either he has short legs or he takes really short strides <laughs> he did I was watching one one uh I think it was like the first game they had on uh the film room on Dynasty Nerds that's why um, we watch our film at mm-hmm. but shout like Dynasty Nerds yeah shout out to Dynasty Nerds man but it was like that first long play that he like broke it's like the way he was running but he really was running like a a kid. Yeah, like, <laughs> like his, his like legs wasn't like you can tell like he wanted to move faster than when his legs. Yeah, were doing. exactly. Like you look at him run, and you look at Jonathan Taylor run, and you can tell like one's like a legit Practice. sprinter, and one Practice. is just out here playing football. Exactly. But just yeah. that's just for his long speed though. His his short inter, intermediate shit. I think that is all. That shit's great. We're gonna get to it, but I, I specifically wrote on my notes like he hits the whole like something like you would want to see AJ Dillon do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like that's a great that, point. Like that's that's how I want to see you hit the hole. Like if you're that big, you know what I mean? Pause. He um, wear, definitely wears down the defense. Like um, you know, I like the De- Derrick Henry style, that top type running back. Mm-hmm. Like he could wear you down over the game because he's always applying the pressure, bro. But he's elusive too. Um, exactly. Since his sophomore year, he's number 
or he's the third running back in breaking tackles, breaking point three three per rush attempt. Uh, yeah, that's what yeah. he uh, had a one hundred and seventy five elusive rating from PFF. I want to say that was the that might have been the highest. I know he was the highest graded rookie running back coming out. Yeah, they that's had, why they, they had Zach Moss number, number one. Yeah. His tape, and, like, and he, he does have hands. great tape too, man. Um, four, and then he has four and a half yards after contact per attempt. That's also like probably the top. Um, second in missed uh, tackle right. scores. So it's like you, he got that that combination of applying that pressure. But if he does have to bounce it out and make a couple people miss, he could definitely do that shit. Something we're not talking about a lot. He got them hands too. Yes, exactly. That. He can catch. He got them hands too. He's creative in the open field. I mean, the only knock is he was just at Utah. I feel like he's another backfield somewhere else in another system because he he don't do anything great. He do everything well, you know. He he's another complete back. He just don't have that really that burst of speed. Really, another thing that we don't talk about or we, that we haven't been talking about that he does great at is pass protection. Uh-huh. He he's great at pass protection. And one and another thing that that showed up when I was looking at I looked at fumbles for pretty much all the running backs and he had eight. So he's up there with um who was that at the hat ten? Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. That is that's a knock we didn't bring Zach, up with Taylor too. Yeah, out of what do you say? I'm talking about Zach Moss right now. I know, but you said it was like another running back, I thought. Yeah, uh Cam Akers had ten. Oh, okay. Didn't Jonathan Taylor wasn't he up there too? Let me see. Or nah. I didn't write his down, so he couldn't have been too crazy. But I look it up. Okay, okay. But yeah, the one thing I have down for Zach Moss, like in big letters, was I just his vision. That's that was like a big thing that really helped Good? him. Yeah, it's his vision. Yeah, he has great vision. The only only really knock on him is his long speed. Yeah. It's just like the, it's just the way he runs. I ain't saying he ain't fast. I just don't think he knows how to run properly, bro. When he cut, when he cuts and goes, like he doesn't change speed though. That is one thing I've seen about him. Yeah. Like he's not like, running fast. When he, when he cut and go, he cut and go. Yeah, he's gonna break a lot of like chunk plays. I feel like in the NFL, mm-hmm. but he's not gonna be taking no fifty yard. He, you're not really gonna see no fifty yard runs from him. Just he's, based he's on how he runs. Yeah, he's definitely gonna be getting hocked down. For sure. Uh, who's next? Uh, let's talk about Vaughn next. I'll go back up to Dylan. Oh, okay. Ready to talk about Vaughn? Yeah. Me too, though. So, that nigga's a beast, too. Oh, he's <laughs> a beast. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Did you write that time down? Uh, it's like off the jump when you're watching his film that he shares a tackle pretty much on every play. Every time he touches the ball, somebody's getting bounced off of him. Um, he runs behind his pads. He's a real tough and gritty runner. And he ran behind a, a, a bad line like Cam Akers. And he he pretty much did the same thing. Um, his vision is one thing that was uh, that that stood out to me. He hits the hole. When he finds the hole, he hits it. And he's patient. He runs behind, which was a shitty offensive line. But he still runs behind it. And um, he had back-to-back 1,000 yards in the SEC. Um even though his numbers did dip from 18 to 19, I still think that's um, something that should be uh, quoted, you know, because the SEC is is noted to be one of the hardest divisions in the pretty much the uh, the country. Um, he did have seven fumbles. Uh, I didn't like that. But um, if you turn on that tape against him versus Baylor, like – Yeah, the bowl game, right? Yes. He put on an absolute clan. Oh, like banana, even though it was like four highlight like type crazy. plays. <laughs> yeah, that was that yeah. alone. Like he, you know, he's gonna get drafted to somebody's team, and he's gonna be. I think he's a cheaper Zach Moss. I think he's better than Zach Moss. I think he's better than AJ Dillon. I think he's gonna be cheaper than than both of them. Both of them guys, but I think he's gonna end up being one of those gems that you get in the third round, and not a lot of people are talking about that ends up being a starter somewhere. Yeah, like he he kind of uh, reminded me of Terry uh, type feel. Mm-hmm. What do you I, say? He kind of reminded me of uh, he kind of reminded me of like Chris Carson, but just more athletic because he's more shifty and has better f- uh, feet work than Chris Carson to me. But you know, on long runs and and when he get powerful, he kind of remind me of just a more athletic Chris Carson, and I'm buying in. 
Like he runs violent, but he not not like the kind of violent that Cam Akers run. Like Cam Akers run violent, but like like uh, Keyshawn Vaughn runs violent and it's controlled violence. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's that's what made me move Keyshawn Vaughn above Cam Akers to me. Like when you see Cam Akers, like he's running like and he is like it's not it's reckless. Like he runs reckless. But when you see Keyshawn Vaughn, everything is like smooth, compact. He's gonna deli- he's gonna deliver the pain before you deliver the pain on him. And I yeah. think um, he shows good like vision in the zone. He like so his I think his uh, running style is gonna translate to the NFL because they ran a, that zone style offensive scheme. Um, yeah, man, I think he I think he's gonna be he's he's gonna be a lot of uh, he's gonna open a lot of eyes when he gets in there. What y'all see on him? Yeah, everything you said. I agree with um, just to talk about a couple um, negatives is his pass work is probably going to need some uh, work. He gave up 17 pressures on um, 229 career pass blocking snaps. Um, his production declined last year. I don't know if that had a lot to do with the offensive line. A lot of people were saying that he should have came out the year before, like especially yeah. after that, that bowl game he had against Baylor. Especially out of, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, that's, you know, one. So he definitely hurt his draft side by doing that. And then another thing I noticed um, was that some at times, once he gets to that second level, like he doesn't process information as well as like from the initial like handoff. Um, if you watch that LSU game, like on the first play of the game, I think it was like he got, he made a great read, found like a small seam in the um, the, the gap or whatever. And he busted a big play, but once he got to that second level, like a safety was closing in on him, and it was just like one on one. He could have like planted his foot and did some type of move to get past him, or at least tried. But it don't even like he did it. Like he just kind of just took the twenty yards and was like, "All right, I'll take that." But that could be corrected. Um, it's just something I noticed with him. Yeah, I definitely think he's definitely in that second tier of running backs. He's definitely not in that top tier. But yeah, he he uh, uh, definitely grew on me. Like. After watching him a few times, first time, first watching, I was like, eh. yeah, after that, like, yeah. you watched that Baylor game more than one time, and you exactly like, like once I went back and like really sat down and took notes and watched him, I was like, yeah, this dude's legit, man. Like, and he, and he did this in the SEC, and so I think that exactly has to, that had to, to um, count for something. And he does have the ideal size of a three down running back too, so he can handle a full workload. I would like to see him get uh, a little bit more passes, but. I feel like that was just due to the Vanderbilt um, scheme. They just pounded the ball. When he was targeted, though, as you see, uh, 39 targets, mm-hmm. 33 receptions. So he caught that bitch when they threw it to him. With 103. Too. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely um, another great running back that you could probably be getting in, like, the second round, maybe. Definitely the second round of Superflex. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Second round. Definitely into the second round. 705. I mean, 205 or something like that. He'll be a late. 207. Did you go in the first of the non-Superflex? He ain't making the first round. He ain't going to make it out the first round? No, Superflex. You don't think he's going in the first round? He going to. Not in regular. He going if he's going at two hundred five in the super flex, that makes it about one twelve, one eleven in a yeah, uh, maybe at the back end. I I don't hear a lot of people talking about him though. I think he's still quiet. Yeah. I think a lot of people know Zach Moss before they go him right now. It's, it's like saying, you can keep with Zach Moss. Well, we talk about seven running backs so far, and it's not a lot of open like jobs available. So yeah. it's just like once this draft hits, everybody's so optimistic about these rookies, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's his draft hits, bro? Like it's just they gonna go to teams where they got like running back. They're gonna be running back committee, and they're gonna be exactly. at the bottom. Like exactly. somebody's gonna go to somebody's gonna go to be in the running back committee with Todd Gurley. That's happening. Yeah, I think so too. I think we get a running back because we signed into a one year deal. So yeah. I hope uh, AJ Dillon six feet two hundred and fifty pounds. Jesus, but he ran a five. <gasps> Um, motherfucker, big as fuck, bro. But he was moving out there. Exactly, bro. What the fuck? Thirty-five in thirty-five games, he had eight fumbles. That's pretty high. Um, one of the big major cons I've seen when I'm watching his film is um, to be such a power running back, like he hits the hole with no power. You know what I mean? Like, 
and like when he hits the hole with uh he gets pushed back i see him get pushed back a lot of times when his legs stop turning um i just think like when i look at zach Moss run that's how i feel like aj Dillon should run um he did carry the load a lot um in boston college and i, and I see he had a whole bunch of 198 broken tackles and that only falls behind jonathan taylor and zach moss again but i just didn't like the tape that i seen um not a lot of patience when he runs either. He He's pretty much just going to go one way. He's not going to make a lot of cuts. He's not going to, like, um, make uh, – you know what I'm trying to say. What am I trying to say right now? Yeah, he's not really going uh, uh, like to, like, dance or elude a tackle. He's okay. not going to see one hole see one hole close and go the other way. He's going to go into the same hole. And when he goes in there, he's going to fall down into two yards. Even at 250 pounds, he's not going to move the pal. Yeah, he definitely needs to play more to his size. Um, definitely, like, he, he it's like he knows he's fast. He knows he's, like, like in the, just for example, for his speed score was in the 97th percentile. His burst score was in the 97th percentile. And he weighs 250 pounds. So I think he's a big guy that knows he's fast, and he tries to do what, like, 215-pound running backs do. Mm. And that shit really ain't going to work. Uh, I remember they was like on a two yard line and they gave it to him. And instead of him just punching it in and dropping his shoulder, like he tried to jump over the damn pile, bro. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, God damn. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it makes you mad when he's that big sometimes. Yeah. Bro. So, I mean, hopefully somebody like can coach him up. Like, bro, like you're fast as hell and you're big as hell, bro. Like, don't get, you don't you get play drafted. to your strengths more. Like, he did. Uh, he did uh, force um, 80 missed tackles, which is top six. Um, and he played in a pro-style uh, run concept in uh, Boston College, so that should transfer well. But he has a lot of negative negatives with him, too, though. So. And I think he's only a uh, first and second down back. Two down back, definitely. He's like, a Jordan, he's like a Jordan Howard, but not Jordan Howard. Bigger. But Jordan Howard's a better runner. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's better, not yeah. Jordan Howard. Like, he should be Jordan Howard. That's what he. Yeah. That's what he should be. But he's not. But if he could fix that, all you gotta do is drop a shoulder. I mean, he. I did when I was watching this film. It was at some at certain points he did that shit. But you, you got to do that consistently, bro. Mm-hmm. Like people are going to be scared of to hit your ass if you drop that shoulder a few times, bro. Like if they see you trying to like evade tackles by juking and shit, like they ain't gonna be scared to hit your ass, bro. Mm-hmm. So it could be corrected, but. I don't know. I don't know if it will be. So he, uh, he's, he's out of my top the, ten, actually. The, you say he's outside of your top ten? I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eno. Eno Benjamin out of Arizona State, 5'10", 201 pounds. I thought he would weigh in a little bit heavier than that. Uh, 4.5. Five seven uh combine speed, 40 yard combine speed. He's really fast. That's one thing we can say about him. Um for, when I watched this tape, it was nothing really that wowed me. I feel like he's another running back that should have came out at 2018. He probably would have uh been drafted a little bit higher than where he's gonna go right now. Um of course he, he catches a lot of passes. Uh that was one thing that popped out, of course, if you watch his film, he pretty much catches out of the backfield like a wide receiver also. But yeah. I, I just didn't see a lot of things that wowed me when I watched this film. So he's definitely – he's just going to – most likely going to be like a three-down back. He re- reminded me a lot of uh, James White. I feel like if he go to New England, that would be a, a great thing for him because when he gets the ball in open space, he's very elusive with it. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets down field, make people miss. And it was a couple of plays uh, defenders weren't even getting good hits on him. You know, like when when there was a lot of people around him, he was doing some spin move. He'd do it a couple times. He'll fall down, but he wasn't taking no big heavy contact. But uh, yeah, man, I'm definitely watching where he's going because uh, as a third down back, he can be a running back two some weeks. So it's gonna be like, like a uh, it's David Johnson or not David Johnson, a Duke Johnson, a Duke Johnson, somebody that handled. A full workload in college, but he's probably going to be used as a third down running back. And he's small. Because I didn't see, yeah, like y'all said, I didn't see anything like really impressive when I watched him, bro. Mm-hmm. 
And then he doesn't have good, like, analytics behind him either, bro. Like, he's under three yards and yards at the contact per attempt. Um, 11, only 11 carries of 15-plus yards. Um, breakaway percentage at 23. That's, like, under 100 in the nation. Um, Over 100. Yeah. No, yeah, over 100 pretty much in the nation. So, like, he just doesn't have a lot to me. I think he's just uh, going to be, like, a backup running back. He might get his, um, you know, opportunity at some point. But he's just going to be, like, one of those handcuff-type running backs. I don't really see nothing with him. No, I don't see nothing. Nothing. Point. He, he kind of got hyped up a little bit, though, but I don't really don't see why. In 2018, he had a, a better year in 2018 than in 2019 for sure. He saw yeah. another dip. Like that's what I was saying. He should have came out. Like Keyshawn Vaughn should have came out in 2018. Keyshawn Vaughn and that offense threw a lot. That offense threw a lot too. When I was watching tape, it was like, oh, he's just standing there because the, or or pass blocking because the offense did, did throw a lot. But yeah. Uh, hold on, wait. Got two more we want to talk about. Who y'all think? Definitely. Uh, we, definitely. Let's do uh, DJ. McFarlane. McFarlane and we DJ definitely the got last two. Out of Maryland, 598 pounds. He ran a 4-4 4 40. He got a, a 108 burst, which was eighth in the nation. And uh, he had a 69 elusive rating. Nice. But one thing, his yards, his yards to the contact were only uh, 2.7. But just it's not much. That boy's small. But when you turn on a tape, man, <laughs> when you turn on a tape, he show up. He got big play speed potential. Um, if he break one tackle and it's nobody in vicinity, he gonna take it to the house. He has nice vision before nice. Um, breaking down the play before the O line, and he sees the hole. He hit it, and once he gets to the second level, as for a small guy, he is hard to um to take down and he falls forward yeah. on some contact he has some power and i and like i, I cannot say it he reminded me of marshawn lynch when when he pre-snap when he gets the ball and he's breaking the play down and he small marshawn lynch sorry he was losing some tackles. Well, it was college. That boy, 198 pounds. I'm really, <coughs> I'm really high on, bro. Some second down, he might take some some runs up the middle or towards the outline. But according to where he go, I'm pretty high on Anthony McFarland. I did see. I did see. Just, where he just run. think of the opportunity. Just think of the opportunity. He can be like, bro, at the Saints. Mm-hmm. And, and that type yeah. of offense zone stretch a little bit up the middle, he can be so he do I'm run really like he don't know he, he, he got he do run like again. he don't know that he 198 pounds. Facts. Like, when I put on the thing with him, like, bro, big. Like that game the against thing? Ohio State in 2018, he went crazy. Like no, with him is like he's like like you say he doesn't break a lot of tackles. Um, but, like, as a third down back profile, you want to see him make more people miss. Mm-hmm. And he only had 28 missed tackles for us last year, and he only broke eight um, eight carries of 15-plus yards. His, so, his I mean, just went down to 2019, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of – yeah, he. I mean, he profiles as a third down back, but it's like he doesn't profile as a good third down back to me. So – and he also has uh, fumbling concerns. Uh, he had five in the last two years, so – I don't know about Anthony. Only the good thing I will say about him is I heard reports saying that the Chiefs were the the Chiefs were like talking to him a lot in the draft. They said a lot of people were, were coming out saying that you know they seemed real interested in him. But I think I mean after watching film on him, I think uh, that helps Damian Williams out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> draft him. I'm like yeah. shit. Yep, Damian Williams in a second again. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. Uh, anything else you want to say about him, Javar? Nah, nah that's pretty much it. All right. Then let's go to who you got, Carlos. Who your who your player you want to talk about? Um, I'm gonna let you talk about chores first. Oh, all right, then I'll go with uh Oh, okay. 
Michael Warren the second. Five nine, two hundred attempts, or what? Twelve hundred sixty three yards and fourteen touchdowns. Um, when you when you turn on the tape, um, he's not getting a lot of talk right now, probably because he went to Cincinnati. But uh, he's not going to make you miss, and he's not trying to. That's like the first thing I got written down on my thing. Um, he's not going to be like one of your outside backs or try to scratch the ball, like you know what I'm saying, scratch it wide, scratch it. He's going to go north to south, and he's going to run somebody over. And I think he's a cheaper Jack, uh, another version of a cheaper Zach Moss. Um, I, I love the way he attacks the hole. Um, he averaged uh, 0.25 broken tackles per rush, uh, 3.75 yards after contact per attempt, and has racked up 78 explosive runs of 10-plus yards in his career, according to PFF. Um, his pass blocking, you can see he's naturally uh, – um, a pass blocker just because how aggressive he is. He doesn't wait for the contact. He goes and sees the contact. Um, and you can tell he's a naturally catcher out of the backfield when you turn on the tape. And he only fumbled the ball three times in 38 games. Um, that's about all I – that's about uh, – that's about – that's me selling y'all on him. Y'all see anything else? Oh. Um, Freaking wise like ass. Damn. Profiles as a two-down two, uh, two back. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does – I notice he plays his ability when he's hitting the hole. He doesn't dance. Um, he's strong, built low to the ground. Um, defenders, like, slide off his legs a lot. And um, he was up there in yards at the contact per attempt with 388, 3.88, and um, he was tied for seven and missed tackles force with 76. So he has good vision. Um, he's elusive enough. And um, – yeah, I like him, man. He might be one of those third-round backs, you know, third-round rookie backs that you might be able to get him. He might be like a high upside stash uh, handcuff. But um, I like. Yeah, I like. You know, I, he's definitely he has some good tape. I like him. I agree with what y'all said. It was pretty spot on. Um, but I will say, um, when he did face tough competition, like for example, when he faced Ohio State. He had 10 attempts for 15 yards. So that was kind of uh, not good to see. What was, the, what was the score, though? If they was blown out by the first quarter. Uh, I don't remember the score. Of... I don't remember the score. But yeah, it was that, like another that... game, too. It was another game, too, where he didn't show up. So, uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's not – that's a couple knocks on him. And I don't think he uh, – he's not using a pass game either. He had uh, 22 targets for – he had 21 reception. He caught the ball well, but he just wasn't used a lot in the passing game. But he's definitely like one of those uh, mid-round players that you, you know, I wouldn't mind taking a, a flyer on. Um, yeah, man. So be on the lookout for Michael Warren. I think if he goes to a good team, and I think he he can be one another one of those sneaky running backs that you can get in the later rounds if you miss on like a Zach Moss or a Keyshawn Vaughn. Um, who you got, Los? All right, to close it out, I'm going to go with uh, DJ Dallas out of Miami. Um, he's 5'10", 217. Ran a 4'5", 840, which was in the 53rd percentile. Um, would like to see him a little faster. but um, To be so big, that's not bad, though. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Um, but some pros about him, uh, he has great balance, uh, sheds arm tackles, um, drops his pads into contact real well. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a pretty high yards at the contact per attempt with 3.55. Um, and he's a great blocker. That's something I really noticed when I was watching his film. Like he actually like puts a lot of work. Like he takes bright, like the, the, the film I was watching, he was, uh, with the dynasty nerd. They were doing an interview with him. Mm-hmm. He was pretty much just talk about like how he serious, he takes blocking. And that's just like music to my ears, man. Cause you know, like if you want to get on the field, man, you gonna have to block as a running back. Like a lot of and he used to times, be a wide receiver too. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times people see or wonder why certain running backs who they're high on don't get on the field. And a lot of times it's because they can't block, bro. So yeah. for him to be a great blocker is something I think is very great and will transfer well to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, like you said, he was a former receiver. Um he only had one drop in um uh, on 12, 29 catchable passes in his Ooh. career. Yeah, so um that's another plus. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs very physical. 
Uh, he finds a hole and he's going to make somebody pay if pretty much if he needs to. Man. Um, it's not too much. Uh, uh, it is a couple kind of negatives about him. Um, like you say, he's still raw to position and uh, he never had more than 115 carries. So he does kind of profile the third down back right now, but I think he can be used as an every down back. Um, he's a football player. Yeah, he I like his vision. Play. Yeah, I like his vision. I like like he makes the necessary moves. Like I say, he drops his pads well into contact. Uh, yeah, in contact, and he sheds arm tackles. So definitely like what I see from DJ. The only yeah, thing that suck about the position. The only thing that suck about a lot of these players on the back end. Is that go, they're going to be sitting behind somebody for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of these players that, yeah, that we're bringing up now is just like some stashes. You want to get the best stash, though. You know what I mean? So are these like, these are the like third, a, fourth round picks right here. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you got to notice because one of these players is going to hit. So you, You're going to miss out on Cam Akers or the, or, the, or the top five if you miss out. Because if you go for, like, one of the wide receivers, you're going to miss out on one of the top five running backs. But I feel like – you know what I'm saying? It's still depth in this class and these running backs. Definitely. Imagine if uh imagine if like Chuba Chuba Hubbard and uh Najee Harris and freaking uh Travis Etienne would have gotten this class, bro. We'd have studs going in the third round, bro. Yeah, that would have been sick. We ain't even started talking about the quarterbacks or the tight ends yet. Yep, that's next though, man. Mm-hmm. That is next. Then it's a wrap, then it's draft time. Yep, so that brings us to the end of this episode. If y'all ain't got any more running backs to talk about. That's it, man. I think we hit them all. That's it, bro. Let's give ourselves a round of applause. (laughs) Damn, man. That's when I was about to give him some props and say he didn't abuse the button as much as I thought he would. Right, 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 right. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, fellas. It's about to be a lot more, man. Like always, if you're listening to this, uh, make sure you follow us on Fantasy In Session on Twitter. Uh, Make sure you like, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend. The culture pushes out here. Hey, give us some gunshots on the way out. Drop the outro. Peace.